Welcome to the Rooted and Grounded podcast. We're talking about a little bit of nothing and a little bit of something and all things that keep us rooted and grounded in love. Real talk about real life, and we're so glad you're here. Welcome back to the Rooted and Grounded podcast. If you listen to our first episode, you might be thinking, this isn't your typical podcast. We hope it felt just like riding along in the car with your friends chatting about life. In this episode, we'll reflect on our launch, share what's been happening, and spend some time talking about gratitude and contentment. So Amy, I loved when you talked about your favorite podcast felt like you were just riding along in the car with your friends. Because I did so much traveling with my job that podcasts really became a big part of my life. Um, They kept me awake on the road all that time. And yeah, my very favorite ones were people that I felt like were relatable and I would want to hang out with. And so that's kind of what we want our vibe to be here. Yeah, that's our goal. Not too serious, not too crazy, but, um, you know, just relatable and fun and add a little bit of joy to your day. Yes, exactly. So we gave a little teaser at the end of our last podcast that this one was going to be basically making fun of the other one. (laughs) Um, Because, you know, we we pull we dissected it as we listen to it and um we appreciate there's if you're listening to this that means you came back so thanks so much for that that's true either that or they heard about episode one and they decided to skip on to two <laughs> yes maybe that could be it too I will tell you too that we decided we could have edited that thing to death and we finally yes. just decided nope we're just putting it out there Yes, because we stalled a little bit, like we meant to maybe release that a little bit earlier than we did. And, and we edited some, you know, took out some pauses and things, but pretty much you guys got what it was. We left it pretty true to form. So pretty raw. Yeah. And it is hard. It is hard to pitch yourself out there like that. It is. And we are not uh, professionals and we won't be. So this is it. This is what you get. Yeah, if you're looking for professionalism, maybe we're not your girls. <laughs> <laughs> we had that in our job, but you know, yeah. we have that now. Maybe so. not. I was going to say, I may have some bosses who would be like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. <laughs> but our website is up. Um, our podcast is now out on, you may be listening on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Audible, um, and we may put it out on some other um, podcast servers as well, but we wanted to get started with some of the ones that we figure out most that people use the most. So, um, any feedback from you guys too, we would appreciate. Just don't be mean, you know? Yeah. We don't like mean people. We don't like mean people, but we like authentic feedback. That's an awesome thing. So yes, we do. Yeah. So I got to spend the day yesterday with Amy as we did the launch. I, I drove up to her beautiful home in Hendersonville, um, got to, Bring home some fresh apples from the apple orchard. Yeah. Amazing. Um, We did a little picture taking session in the apple orchard. We did a little photo shoot. And yes, if y'all see the pictures on our website, my (laughs) husband is our photographer. So props to him. Props to him and props to you for staying on your feet. Um, Barely. (laughs) So I decided I was going to wear some cute shoes for the picture, even though we were walking out in the apple orchard for the picture. And, um, 
not a good idea. They were kind of platform heels, which I, I thought would be okay. But yeah, cute shoes. But we ended up standing in the weeds anyway. You couldn't even see the shoes, first of all. <laughs> and I about broke my neck a few times because those platform heels, you hit a hole. And I mean, in the orchard, it's not level ground out there. And so no. a few times my husband or Kim one had to like catch me <laughs> as I headed toward the ground. It was it really quite hilarious. I wish we had you a video see- of it. You stayed upright though. It was, I was impressed. Yes. I'll have to put a picture of the shoes on our Instagram page. There yes, we should. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that was fun. And it was, you know, it's just so good to be able to spend time together and do something creative. You know, we talked about how in our careers, we had spent so much time problem solving and planning and creating in one way, but in a strategic you know, really um, official kind of way. So we're excited to be able to create in a fun, um, you know, a fun way and do something that we haven't done before. So. Right. And we were saying we've done this with different people, um, but this is the first time we've done been able to do this together. So Absolutely. And I think we've missed out on about 30 years of awesomeness. So I'm glad. I think it. so. Yes. <laughs> so, and I we do want to thank Kim, I want to thank you, Kim, because you've made me stay the course with this. Yes, I was the one who always said, I want to do a podcast one day, but I never would have put it forth into fruition without you. And she'll, she's going to laugh when I say this, but yesterday we had some kind of little tiny tech glitch. It wasn't much at all. And I was like, well, God doesn't want us to do this. (laughs) I was like, like, shut up. Yes, Yes, he does. (laughs) I'm the kind of person though I'm once you like it may take me a a minute to pull the trigger but once I pull the trigger I'm all in like we're we're doing it we're not stopping we're not quitters yeah let's talk about um let's talk about some of the things that like our own feedback to ourselves about episode one so if you all believe these you know you all have the same feedback there's no use to even tell us because we've already thought through these things well, I think first of all, it was longer than we meant for it to be. Yeah. Like, as but this is par for the course for me. I just talk and talk <laughs> and talk. So that's what you got. So we are planning to maybe make them a little bit shorter um from here on out. We'll see. Yes. I'm watching a clock today. So we'll see. But you know, that introducing ourselves and where the idea came from and you know, just kind of starting the conversation maybe needed to be a little bit longer. So and one we thing also that said, Yes. We talked about our dogs more than we did our husbands and kids. So yes. And there is a reason for that. Um, (laughs) I don't know about you, Kim, but when I told my daughter, I'm going to do a podcast, I could see the fear in her eyes. Like, what are you going to say about me on that podcast? What stories? Yes, exactly. So I, I told her then, and I'm putting it out there now, like our families didn't sign up to have their life on blast. So right. But our Um, dogs don't care. Yes. So anything we do say about, yeah, our dogs are cool with it. Um, Anything we do say about our family, we will get their permission or we'll edit it out if they don't agree with it. We're going to be good to them. We do have a plan to have them on here some if they'll go. Yes. My family has agreed to be on here. So then that'll be the fear in my eyes for what they're going to say. say. We'll just edit it out. If we don't like it, we'll just say it. That's out. right. Yeah. <laughs> Axe the whole episode if we want to. <laughs> we also said so and yes and yeah a lot. 
a lot. Yes. A lot lot of so's. And then we noticed that we had given the title (laughs) to the podcast ahead of time, starting with so. So, um, and now I've said it again. We had already done that. So now all of our titles are going to start with so. That's something that we started (laughs) with. I like friends, the one where. Yes. I was going to be so blah, blah, blah. That's going to be our our thing. So see, it's something that we're struggling with. And instead of fixing it, we're just going to embrace it. That's right. Embrace it. Yeah. Um, I also will admit, I didn't realize it. I cleared my throat a lot. Those who know me know that I'm allergic to the earth. Like I said last time, and October is a terrible allergy month for me. And by the end of the podcast, it was hidden. So I'm good today, though. So I apologize for those of you who are like, that was so annoying. Well, and we both went on and on about how much we love our dogs and then both said we're allergic to dogs. So <laughs> Terribly allergic to dogs, yes. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. That, <laughs> that's what that was about. So give us a little grace on that. Yes. Uh, one thing that I thought was a plus when I compare to listening to other podcasts is other ones you have to have a commercial break every now and then. Um, since no one knows we exist, you don't have to listen to commercials. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any sponsors, but if you're That's out there right. listening and yes. you'd like to, we'll give you a little commercial break. Yes, exactly. Uh, no, yeah, it's going to be us. And if we have any guests, just straight through. So That's right. Yeah. Now, we both did want to change the title back to Country is Cornbread when we listen to ourselves talk. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. But uh, one friend that we have said, you should, you really should make that a segment each time. Yes. And we're going to be able to do that with this episode we are we have prepared a country is cornbread segment <laughs> that came as a surprise to us so here this you go yes yesterday when we were together we went to eat and I had a coke that I was drinking and Kim said coke is my favorite coke and I just died laughing because I don't, for people who aren't from around here, you may not realize like Coke is what we say for every soft drink. Yeah. So It's really a stretch for me to say a soda, a soft drink. A pop. Uh, I don't like say people pop. who say pop. I, that's so I, confusing to me. Pop is what my knees do and I get up and down. Yeah. You know, and what pe- some people around here call their granddaddy. Yeah. Yeah. So. To us, it's not a drink. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Coke so is have, my favorite Coke. That's my new quote from <laughs> We Kim. have Coke, Coke, Pepsi, Coke, Sprite, Coke. Yeah. See, Mountain and I actually Coke. like Pe- Pepsi is my favorite Coke. <laughs> well, Coke is my favorite Coke. So. Yeah. So there you go. So that's our country <laughs> is cornbread segment for today. And I know you all will be on pins and needles each time waiting to hear what the next one may be. That may be our best list that we have coming up. Actually. Yes, we we have laughed a lot coming up with some things <laughs> for that. Yeah. So tell me what you have been uh, watching. You watching anything good? Yeah, a couple of things. I don't know. Have you seen The Burial on Prime? I have not. It's, Is it a, it's a movie. It's got Tommy Lee Jones and there's, I can't remember who all's in it, but it was very good. I thought it was a cute movie. It was based on a true story. I really enjoyed it. So it was it. cute, not scary? No, not scary. Yeah, you would think the burial the is burial just sounds yeah, like Especially a- Halloween season, but yeah. no. No, it's about a funeral home owner 
and an oh. attorney that he hires and okay yeah they have a good dynamic it's really cute I'll have to check that one out yeah what about you I watch so I love documentaries I love all kinds of things to watch but I do love documentaries and I think I think I could watch a documentary easier than I could like read a book about something you know yeah nonfiction. But I watched on Amazon and actually heard on another um, another podcast I was listening to, and I, not on Amazon. <clears throat> I watched on Netflix, Live to 100, Secrets of the Blue Zones. And it was about, it's about four or five episodes. And this guy did some research on what areas around the world do people live the longest. And so he traveled to these different places around the world and each episode is kind of about a different place and what he found out about the people who are living to be, you know, centenarians um, up into their later 90s and are still active and living on their own. And so he came up with this whole list of commonalities that all of these places in the blue zones had. Oh, it was please super... tell us what they are. If we need to know this. Yeah. <laughs> so some of the things he came up with were, um, and you and I, are, are really big on this one it'll be a theme on our podcast for because we know that it's part of what keeps you rooted and grounded part of or one of the big things that he came up with was that whole community tribe connection so do you have a group of people that you're really plugged into that was about 50 percent of what he talked about you know led to this longevity they put family first you have a circle of friends you invest in for the long term um, and you take care of each other. You look out after each other. So that was a biggie. Um, well, that and that makes me. the years you have worth living too. Like, yeah. So, so the other important. part of that linked to that was um, he was in one community and he talked about how they have what they call a soul's purpose. They have a purpose for why they get up in the morning, you know, and what they go and do. And it just keeps them going day to day to day. And then I like this one. One of the thread, common threads was less stress and worry by daily unwinding. So you know how some countries take like a siesta in the afternoon and yes, I've always wondered why we didn't do that. I know it made it made me feel like as Americans we're like you know we're driven and we're goal setters and we're dreamers, but maybe we miss the boat on that sometimes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course, food was another another common thread in there and a lot of these communities ate whole plant-based food a lot of it that they grew themselves so by growing their own food and working in their gardens and that kind of thing that's their movement and their exercise for the day he didn't talk none of these communities had places where people went to gyms and worked out but they lived in communities where they had to walk a lot or they were working gardens or they were making food you know um, from scratch all day and just a lot of natural movement, not sitting around, you know, not being in a recliner or watching Netflix all day, not watching yeah. documentaries on well, Netflix all day. <laughs> as you just, yeah, there you go, which I'll be tuning in. But um, <laughs> I mean, a lot of what you're describing is sounding like my community where I've lived all my life, my parents, grandparents, everybody's lived. Uh -huh. it, it reminds me of how my grandmother used to talk about how things were back in her younger days. Absolutely. You know, yeah. like in the 30s, 40s, 50s. Yep. They did walk to each other's houses to visit and they did grow most of their food. And yeah, you know, you're active all yeah. day. You rest when it's time to rest. You don't sit up all, you know, all night watching TV or being on your phone or. Yeah. Um, 
And the other piece that was a common thread was being part of a faith-based community too, yeah. and volunteerism and giving back. And so it was just really good. And it made me kind of want to be a better person, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm going to, so I would highly recommend we'll that. Put, yeah. We'll put the links to these in our show notes, our episode notes on our website yeah. as well. But yeah, it was really good. I kind of watched it in small, normally I can binge watch something straight through, but I watched this one kind of, you know, an episode at a time, just because it was a lot to absorb. Well, while yeah. you were doing that and learning how to live to a hundred, I also was watching Southern Charm oh. show set in Charleston. Um, if you're not familiar with it, like you could binge watch it from the beginning because, you know, it's a reality show and it's a lot of drama. <laughs> And maybe not for the kids to watch, but <laughs> yeah, it, you know it's, kind of a, it's like a release, like a forget about your troubles because you're watching somebody say, else. That's one of the reasons I watch that kind of thing. It's mm -hmm. psychological for me. Yes. Like, you know, it's reality TV, but it's probably not. It's probably heavily produced reality TV. Yes. But you're just like, seriously, how could yeah. people be like this? And it makes you feel a lot better about yourself as a person. It does. Yeah. But <laughs> I think this season is one of the best they've had on oh. that show. So, yeah. Are there different people on it each season or it's the same people? They have season? some of the same ones, but then it's changed through the years. You know, they've people have left and they've added new ones and some, you know, such as that. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Have you been reading anything good? Um. Well, I read one book that I didn't particularly love um mm -hmm. it's called none of this is true and it's about a podcaster actually she meets her birthday twin a lady who was born on the same day at the same hospital um who ends up being a little bit psycho I think I'm not really spoiling the book if you want to read it by saying that because it's pretty obvious from the beginning <laughs> and uh, honestly her psychoness if that's a word I can use yeah uh, really Kind of goes along with what we were going to talk about for our topic for this podcast. And we'll roll back around to that in a little bit. But um, just discontent with who she was and always comparing to somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, and you look at somebody else's life and you think they've got it made. And nobody has it made. Everybody has wow. things they're dealing with. So, like I said, we'll circle back around to that. Yeah. And then I started reading. I've not, I've only gotten about 10 chapters in. It's called The Last Mrs. Parish by Liv mm -hmm. Constantine. Um, it was a Reese book club book. Um, again, it was on Kindle Unlimited. That's kind of right now. I've got a free subscription of that for a few months. So I'm uh -huh. just working through that right now. But it's uh, the, along the same lines. I can already tell by the beginning of the book. It's, somebody who's discontented with her life and looking at somebody else's life like they haven't made kind of thing so I kind of once I got into it I thought mm, I maybe could have chosen something that was a little bit more of a departure from the very last thing I read but <laughs> yeah maybe that's okay God's trying to put a big theme in your life <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe yeah and then you know I always have a nonfiction book going too and the one I've got, it, it kind of touches on some stuff we talked about last week. It's called Welcome Home by my Quillen Smith. Mm -hmm. um, and it is about, it's called, it's about cozy minimalism. So it kind of touches on what we were saying about the minimalist thing, getting rid of all the extra junk in your house yeah. and in your life. Um, but hers is a cozy of that. So you still get to 
keep your things that are really important to you. And she calls it the most amount of style with the least amount of stuff. I really like that. Yes. Minimalism sounds like a smart concept, not like a stark, cold kind of concept. Exactly. Yeah. She even said minimalism is a little too stark and without purpose, minimal, minimal becomes cold and cozy becomes clutter. Mm. So we want to have purpose for the things that we have. So, and then something else she talked about that really rang true with me is becoming an imperfectionist. If like I've, I was raised this way, if somebody's coming to your house, you've got to have it spotless. Everything has to be perfect. Well, then I don't get around to having anybody over because I'm never going to write that, you know, <laughs> and she's. She had, and she said, if somebody's truly your friend, you can trust them with that. And so. you know, you were talking about, you know, how things used to be and like both of us growing up in the country, like people just show up at your house, right? Yeah. You know? Right. And, and that's how I can remember people out of town just showing up at my grandmother's house, like to stay for days, you know? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, and my, my grandmother was a preacher's wife. So they were like at the parsonage next to the church and people would oh, come yeah. by who needed food and she'd cook them a meal. Yeah. If somebody came by my house and said, hey, I need a meal, I'd be like, okay, Uh, let's see what we've got here. Let's go to Chick-fil-A. We've got a Marie Callender's (laughs) chicken pot pie that's been in the freezer for 10 months. You're welcome to that. No. Or or let's go to Chick-fil-A. Yes, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I do like that. Kim came yesterday and I did take her to Chick-fil-A. But it's my favorite. Yes. And she got her favorite Coke. I have my favorite Coke. I do like that though. I like that cozy minimalism because that that's like a, you know, I like I said last time. I'm always purging. I feel like things. I'm always looking around for what have I not worn? What do we not need? What is, you know? And I'm trying yes. not to make impulse purchases anymore because that just ends up in clutter. And having, you know, I lost both of my parents and having to clean out their house and all their stuff. Oh my goodness! Um, yes. You know, I looked at. Kent one day when we were doing that and I was like we're not going to do this to our kids <laughs> you know, right I yes. don't want them to have to go through all that so well we think- did that a little bit um during COVID thinking you know at the beginning of COVID we all thought we might die and I said we got to clean some stuff out of this house I don't want my daughter to have to come in and deal with all this <laughs> so yeah well I was reading um you recommended it and I Loved it so much. I just finished The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. I in, love that book. Yes. Set in Hitler-occupied France. And it made me, so the past two of hers that I've read, The Four Winds and The Nightingale, really made me stop and think, we have such a privileged lifestyle these days. Yeah, we to go really through. do. One was about the Great Depression. Um, one was about, you know, going through war and it just really made me think about how much we take for granted. And both of those had strong female characters, you know, who just did what they had to do to take care of their kids and their uh, look out for their family. And I was very inspired by that. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I think every book I've read of hers has a strong female character in it. Yeah. I'm finding that she's kind of, she's risen to the top of my list and you gave me another one to read. Mm-hmm. And so I'll share about that one once I read it. Too. And there, yeah. it's supposed to be a movie coming out the nightingale. Yeah. I don't know when that is, but I saw like a little teaser line. for it. Oh, good. So I think they've filmed some parts of it. 
good, hopefully soon good. we'll have to go see it together yes it is. that probably is my favorite book I can see why it took me a little Mm -hmm. bit to get into it, but I can see why. So one thing that Amy and I noticed when we were talking uh, about, you know, sharing what we were reading and and watching was the books we're reading, the podcasts we're listening to are all focused on folks who really are content with where they're at. They are still working, still, you know, striving to be better and grow and do good things out in the world. But um, they're just not worried about trying to be like everyone else. They're just content with who and where they are. And that really spoke to us. Um, and you know, what's hard for me is I feel like I'm more that way now than ever, but I wish that 20 year old me would have also been that way. I was thinking that same thing today. Like my, I think my time where I felt the most insecure about who I was, was when I had my one child. Uh Uh-huh. When she was a baby and I just felt like everybody else is doing this better than me. And Are you glad that we did not raise kids in the Pinterest social yes. media era? Yes. <laughs> yes. But I look back and think I was doing the best I could. And actually what that insecurity that I dealt with at that time did for me is it stole some of the joy that I had. Exactly. Or could have had at that time. Cause that was also probably some of the best days of my life. Um, yeah. And I think yeah. what I, what I, I like advice to a young mom or even a non, you know, somebody who's not a mom yet to a young girl. And I feel like guys probably struggle with, with this as much as girls do, but I think girls talk about it more. Mm-hmm. Um, young girls, I would say, don't like start now, not comparing yourself to others. Start yes. now being it be content with who you are what you have where you are and because all that becomes just like a distraction it becomes noise in your head exactly it is constantly going and once you quiet the noise in your head um like I was telling you yesterday I don't think I'm starting just now to realize at 53 that that noise in your head prevents us from being able to hear God clearly yes I agree the noise is so loud And I think I'm really glad you mentioned it for young girls, especially because I just think in this age of social media, you're comparing, it's too much comparison out there. You're looking at everybody's highlight reel, you know, and you know, your reality, you don't know their reality. Kind of like seeing the clean house when you go to someone's house and you know, it's not like that every day. Right. And if it is props, yeah, (laughs) yeah, mine isn't like that every day. Good for you. I don't want to spend all my time cleaning my house. So no. Um, but yeah, I just think it's, it's a big issue that we have nowadays and, you know, social media has played a big part in that. A huge part. I, I remember having so many insecurities just because, you know, I wore glasses when other people didn't wear glasses. I had short hair when everybody had long hair because my mom cut it off. You know, (laughs) I just remember having so many just physical insecurities. Yes. it really took me a lot of years. I was an adult before I was like, you need to stop. That's really ridiculous. And I still catch myself. There are still, you know, other situations where I find, you know, I encounter other people and I like, they take me back to that middle school girl mindset and I just have to snap myself out of it. Right. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I'm thankful each decade, it seems like, you know, when I turned 30, it was better, 40 better, 50 better. I think every decade you get less and less less that way. But I agree. I do think I just you have wish to be I could, aware. 
you know, because yeah. what is that quote? Comparison is the thief of joy the or thief of joy. Yeah. yeah. And it sure can I, be. I just wish I could pour that back into teenage girls. Yes. You know, or even preteen girls, like start there so that they have that joy. They don't have all that noise and distraction as they grow up. And um, I feel like there are a lot of, you know, faith-based groups and I was part of Girls on the Run, you know, getting a Girls on the Run chapter started in our county and things like that, that really just help girls look at themselves and, you know, think about how awesome, awesomely made they are and how strong they are. And they don't have to let the noise in or what other people think they should be and that kind of thing. Yes, that's a great program. My daughter did Girls on the Run in elementary school uh -huh. and I was all for it. I was so excited she was doing it. And then she came home with a flyer that said our, she's like we have our first race and I was like oh great and so I you look at the flyer and it says mommy and me fun run or something and I was like mommy isn't in shape that's funny I got asked to yeah. be a running buddy for several people who were like I'm, I can't do that with my kid can you run with my kid sure, I <laughs> so our message today would be out there don't yeah. let the world's view the, of the perception of what you think the world wants you to be distract you from who God wants you to be and from who God made, has made you to be. Perfectly stated. And we had what? a verse that went yeah. along with that too. Um, we chose Psalm 16, eight through nine that says, I keep my eyes always on the Lord with him at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure. So that's, that's what we want for you guys. We want your heart to be glad and your tongue to rejoice and your body to rest secure. So our challenge and que our question to you is what, what change can you make to find contentment and joy in your life? Uh, that's something that we've challenged each other with. And we want to challenge you to think about that as well. What kind of noise, what kind of things are causing distraction for you and maybe causing that staticky noise in your life that is keeping you from being able to to really connect with God hear what he's saying to you communicate with him um and whatever and sometimes it's a tiny little change you know shut the social media off don't be around that toxic friend um just get in God's word or prayer or surround yourself find you know connect yourself back with the positive people in your life and spend time with them Yes, that that's a great point right there. The people you're who you surround yourself with make such a difference. Yeah. And when you said, you know, getting in the word, I, it's been years ago. And I think it was Beth Moore, maybe a book I read of hers. Um, but she said, whatever you're struggling with, like if mine at the time was unforgiveness, take I, I went and bought like a little flip chart of index cards and I just wrote verses about forgiveness one on each page and I could just flip those and look at them and when I was struggling like I just took that and just read those verses and I mean Ooh, I memorized I a lot idea. of them by the end of that yeah, yeah I might do that yeah because there are a lot I may do it again with the joy verses about joy and finding yeah. contentment and resting in the Lord resting so. abiding yes. we're gonna have a whole podcast too talking about um this was another topic that that branched off of this but a future topic not too far away will be about learning to abide in god yes you know, and abide with him and just rest because we're so going at a frenetic pace 
Everybody add a siesta to your day. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it? <laughs> you would think the two retirees could find time for that, but I I don't know about you. I run crazy every day still. I'm... I know, but I feel like we're filling our time with things that uh, that are more purposeful to us, maybe. Yeah, more life-giving. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a good word. Yeah. We appreciate you guys joining us today and uh, listening in again and share you know, the links with your friends, subscribe so that you know when we put out a new episode and do what you can to stay rooted and grounded, make that little change to find contentment and joy in your life. And we will be back soon with another episode to connect with y'all. Thanks so much for being here. Y'all have a great day.